0: All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening my religious struggles the podcast
1: hello and welcome to another episode of my religious struggles the podcast where we talk about important subjects that we don't necessarily talk about in church but things that cause us struggle that causes discomfort that make us think that make us ask questions if it's your first time listening to this podcast we welcome you Um, if you have been an avid listener thank you for showing up once more and As usual, I'm joined here today with my co-host, Kennedy. Um, Kennedy, how are you? How are things going? Um, how's life?
0: Uh, of course, enjoying life as usual. Uh, there's that no other great. way. There's no other option as far as I'm concerned um, other than to enjoy. It doesn't mean mm. that everything is hunky-dory. It doesn't mean everything is going as well as you'd like for it to go. Yeah. Um, but I've read the back of the book. So I know how it's going to turn out. So my answer is not based on what is happening now, but what I know will happen in the future.
1: Fantastic. That's amazing. That's an that's a amazing realization. I think understanding um, that, you know, if we live our lives knowing what we know, because we have the, we have the blueprint, we already know. We actually have the benefit of hindsight, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting because of the topic that we're talking about being change, Mm -hmm. Um, in that it kind of can feel like we don't we don't know what's happening and so Ah. that benefit is not something that we actually have
0: right
1: Um, the fact of the matter is we know as you said we know how this story ends right we know what the outcome is Mm -hmm. and so um, I think that was a a very powerful and I think it leads in very nicely with our subject Um, but before I I talk about that I wanted to mention um, my experience with the subject so we are going to be talking about the grief process. We've been talking about change. Um, and you might be wondering, what does grief have to do with change? Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was, I keep forgetting how many years ago things were because of COVID, um, because of the pandemic and, and lockdown. It kind of feels like we've lost that year. So yeah. every time I think something was a year ago, it was actually two years ago or three yes. years ago was actually, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I think it was about three years ago now. We came um, to visit um, family, yourselves and some other extended family for a a family reunion on my husband's side. And um, we had a conversation in one of the rare moments where we were able to sit down and talk because we were there for the reunion. You know, it got sort of busy, but we were able to have opportunity to speak. And you spoke to us about this concept of grief. And as I mentioned before, I think when people think of grief, they automatically think death and funerals and, you know, that kind of thing. But your view of what you taught us in that short time that we had together on grief um, and actually the part that it plays in our lives on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. daily basis even, um, was extraordinary to me and I've always felt like I wanted another opportunity for us to have this conversation and so I see this as our other opportunity to (laughs) have this conversation. There you Um, go. But enough from me, enough from me. Let's talk about grief. What does grief have to do with change and this topic of change?
0: Yeah, it's it's fascinating. The mere fact that the question is being asked um, means that we don't understand. (laughs) <laughs> and we don't realize what a key role it plays in the, the changes that we make in our lives and what activates the, the grieving process in our lives. The change is not the issue. And that's, that's, that's where our greatest challenge is. Our challenge is that we focus on the change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we don't realize that the change has already taken place. And 99% of the times, there's nothing you can do about the change and so we become frustrated in, in in that we are trying to to reverse a change that we cannot reverse so for example um the death of a loved one divorce um losing a job um moving to another country um changing roles uh, from being um, um, single to being married um moving from from one job to a, to a, to to a next or There's even, so many things in our your lives that to bring start about your cheap. Own
1: business even.
0: Was that yes?
1: Even leaving your job to start your own business to go into business for yourself.
0: Oh, <laughs> huge, huge. Mm. So, so when we don't understand and our focus is wrong, and when we ask the wrong questions, then we're going to get the wrong answers. And therefore, it continues our frustration. And what, what begins to happen is that grief begins to pile up on grief. And then when, when death takes place and we now have to deal with grief, mm. we're not sure which one of the griefs we're dealing with. Because they all come become come, um, pile into one. Mm. And so... Our, our, ex, our experience then with, with with grief is a challenging one because we are now focusing on the death of a loved one when we didn't deal with changing status, when we didn't cha- deal with changing roles, when we didn't deal with that loss of a job, when we didn't deal with that loss of a pet, when we didn't deal with that loss of moving from one um, um, apartment to another the different changes that we make in our lives and it is not the change that brings about the grieving process. That's why we have difficulty with it and that's why we don't recognize it because we we, we, we we don't understand that it is in the transition period that the grief is activated.
1: But you Okay, so you mentioned some things there, some changes and some of them I understand could be disheartening or sad or what we could understand from our understanding of what grief is and I know we're going to get into that. But, from the typical person's understanding of grief, it makes sense that you would grieve over the loss of someone, the loss of a pet, the loss of a job, the breakdown of a marriage, you know, um losing your your job, as I said, but there are certain changes that we make that we are we're actually happy about, you know, moving house. that might be something that we were planning to do. We're happy about it, you know, getting a new job, um entering into a new relationship, going from single to married, like these are all things that you people are happy about so why why is that change associated with grief
0: okay let's use the children of israel as an example remember god took them out of egypt he was on his way to the promised land that's a good thing isn't Mm -hmm. it yeah
1: yeah
0: yet when they left egypt and in the wilderness they began to complain they wanted to go back to slavery Because we don't understand and we don't associate what is going forward as beneficial to us. Yes, with the change of a job, but even with the change of a job that we are looking forward to, we have to go through the transition period, not the change. And again, that's a problem. The focus is on the change. The issue is not the change. The transition has three parts. You got to end the old and you go through a wilderness experience and then you um, um, begin anew. Okay. But our challenge comes, and, and the grieving process is activated in the second, when we are in our wilderness experience. So even leaving a job, you have to leave people behind. There mm. are um, um, fellowships that you have forged between individuals, and you'll no longer be working with them. Right. The job that you're, you're doing was something that was familiar, something that you enjoyed, something that you know, like the back of your hand. But now you're being thrust into a situation that is different. It is different. I don't care if it is the same job, even the same job title, you're going to a different environment. And so we are apprehensive about what we're going to meet when we get there. Mm-hmm. And so when we don't, therefore, end the old, go through the period of transition, and then start anew. And that's where the, that's where the grieving takes place. So So, so, And so grief is not always um, something that we see as negative. It's a necessity of life that we need to learn to master. And when we learn to master it, then it doesn't control us. We take control of it.
1: So when we talk about the grieving process, um, Mm -hmm. I'm just looking up something on my phone here, in my my Google. Uh I'm looking at the stages of grief, right? Yes. The grieving process that you mentioned there, what, um, what's the relation of that to the stages of grief? Okay. How does it relate?
0: First of all, um, I'm the first stage, and by the way, it's better to, to call them indicators according to Yale School of Medicine, because okay. stages seem to suggest that they are finished and you move on to the next. Know that's right. Doing.
1: That's true. So yes. it's like I've done I've done the, this part is deni- I've done my denial. Let's move on to the next part. Rhyme. Actually, what I've found is sometimes so the five stages being denied and, and from what I'm seeing here. Denial, uh-huh. anger, anger, bargaining, bargaining depression,
0: depression, and acceptance. Yes. acceptance.
1: Yes. And sometimes it can actually, they don't necessarily go in that order either.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: They go in, in different orders.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And that's important for us to understand that each of us de- grieve differently. Therefore, you cannot determine how other people grieve. And, so it's grieve. and so you can't tell them it is next X number of years now you need to get over it. Mm. That's not your business. Mm. And we all, um, um, as you pointed out, go through the stages differently. All of us um, cycle through the stages differently, and so it's like a cycle. There are times when it when it comes back around, um, and so it's not a straight line. But we have to we have to break it down in order for you to understand. But once you understand that it is not it is not segmented, that it is whole, then it makes it easier for us to handle. our grief.
1: Right. So when we talk about the grieving process, is it, are we in, essentially talking about the indicators of beef? So those five yes. areas. Yes. yes. And so, again, I'm going to come back to the happy moments. Yes. Let's pick a happy moment. Let's pick something like, I feel like this is an easy one. Because I'm actually seeing it now. But anyways, for the sake of our listeners, let's do this one. Someone that's single um, starts dating or courting, is engaged looking forward to marrying the love of their life so they've moved through that process of being single they're now married they're in their new home they've built this home together they're here now he's lifting her over the threshold (laughs) into the brand new home it's beautiful it was a lovely ceremony it was a completely happy moment both sides of families love each other there's nothing you know there's no discord with in-laws there's none of that but it was just a happy moment going from 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 the single life to married life Mm-hmm.
0: How do these stages fit into that scenario? Well, first of all, um, um, there's some individuals who go through the process of denial that first of all that I got this this meat mm. can't believe that because we see them as okay. We uh, begin to pinch ourselves. Is is this real? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> is yeah, is this okay. actually me? I mean. He or she could have gotten anybody that they wanted, but they chose me.
1: I never considered that to be a denial, but it makes sense. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah um, yeah. Y- y- some individuals ex- experience numbness. Some individuals experience shock. But notice also that the the problem is not that you're about to get married. Uh, the problem is that you're going through the transition period, and so you got a grief for what was. So you're no longer gonna be single. You you cannot no longer decide by yourself. Mm. You don't have to involve somebody else um, in in the process, and sometimes we experience anger as a result of that. After all, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a woman. Why can't I make my own my own decisions? Because mm. you're, in a dif- you're in a different um, environment than you were before. Sometimes you go through the process of bargaining. When we begin to encounter some difficulties, because we're gonna encounter some difficulties, we go through the bargaining stage where I wish that I wasn't married at this point in time. Mm. I wouldn't have to deal with this. I wouldn't have to put up with 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 with, um, with this. And and then we go through the the, the depression. It is a natural part of life. It's not a bad thing. I want us to understand that grieving is not a bad thing because you're looking at it from a negative standpoint. That's why you can't associate grief with, therefore, um, um, happy occasions in our lives. Mm. It is until we begin to accept um, um, whatever it is and realize that the grieving process supports us. It doesn't destroy us. It's not sent to destroy us. It is actually sent so that we can move from one one area of life, move from one section of life, move to another area of our lives and really begin to enjoy life.
1: I'm smiling because this is just so fascinating to me. It really is. because I'm thinking about different things in my life and I'm just thinking about, I can see the different areas, you know, playing out. So I have a question. Before I get to that question, I want to mention even with myself um, going from working for someone, uh, last year was the very first time where I was completely um, the income that I receive is completely just my um, uh, from my business. Right. right? So I've I've ran businesses before. Uh, I ran my business before where it was my business plus. Um, you know, working for someone else in some capacity. Yes. Even when I was working in a self-employed capacity, um, I saw myself as working for that person because they were essentially my only client. Right. So they were sort of like my employer, but on a self-employed basis, right? right. So right. I've always been dependent, if you like, on the one person for an income. Even if I had a side gig or whatever, that was my own thing, my own business. Right. Um, that was just like secondary income. For the first time ever, my first income was from my business, and that is right. something I've never done before.
0: Right.
1: Um, so I say that to say, in being an entrepreneur, a business owner, running my own business, um, I have experienced these indicators of grief. Yes. Um, all the time. Yes. Right? So this right. is where my question comes in. You mentioned about a cycle. Can you grieve about the same thing over and over, even if you come to the stage of acceptance? But I don't, and I understand why we don't call it a stage. But even yes. when we come to accepting, can we go back to one of the other uh, indicators and grieve, yes. grieve the same thing over and over?
0: Yes. Yes. Um, and one of the, one of the reasons we, we, we do that is because the grief is still there. I mean, the, the person, let's take the loss of a loved one or the loss mm-hmm. of their job, for example. There are going to be times in your experience when it's not that you didn't accept it, but there are times when, when it's going to, you're, going to be, you're going to remember, well, I wish I was working for somebody now. Then I wouldn't have to worry about this, these bills. I, I wish that the money's not coming in fast enough. It's not that the money's yeah. not coming in, but the, it's not coming in fast enough to take care of the bills. And so you go through the grieving process and you begin to question yourself. You begin to bargain. You begin to, you get angry. You get you, you become depressed. So it is it's a part of the cycle of life. And when we begin to accept that as a part of the cycle of life, then it is easier for us, therefore, to take that energy. Because to me, um, um, grief is about our emotions. Our emotions, my understanding boils down to, to energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So instead of focusing our energy on the change, for example, we focus our energy on understanding the the transition process and understanding the grief that we're going through so it's it's better easier it's easier for us to handle it because we recognize so once we have dealt with with, with the emotions now that energy we can take it now and be creative on our job for example take that energy and focus it towards our spouse take that energy yeah, and focus yeah. it towards our
1: children what would you say to the person that's maybe going through one of the the, the areas that we, we understand why they would grieve, death of a loved one, loss of a job, whatever it may be, um, where you say, or you said earlier, you know, grief is a good thing, or we could use it to our advantage. What do you say to that person that's, that's dealing with the death of a loved one um, that says, listen, I cannot, there's, there's no way I can turn this grief around. Um, what would you say to them in, in, in this moment?
0: Let's give them time. Just give them time um, and, and be there. Just be there um, for them. Not just saying it, but being present. Um, um, that's one of the challenges that we experience. And, and by the way, that's one of the reasons why we go through our, our transitions, as well, our changes and transitions and the grieving process. Um, second, second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 tells us that God will comfort us. And we will now take that comfort that he gives us and be able to comfort others. And that's what he did with the, with the Apostle Paul in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, where Paul was going through his struggles. There were fightings without and there were fears within. And God sent Titus to help him to go through the grieving process. Mm-hmm. So, so thank God. When, you, when that is happening to you in your life, thank God for sending the right Titus sees mm-hmm. to help you through your process. Because they're going to come they god will bring those individuals that you need and so when they come recognize those who are sent by god and those that are sent by the enemy because the enemy is going to send these people as well and so you need a spirit of god to give you discernment to, to begin to accept those individuals that god brings into your life that will help you to go through the grieving process but
1: one final question for you um before i, before I let you you know finish off with whatever other things you want to tell us about the grieving process. Is the grieving process biblical? Can, where can we is that something that we can find in the Bible?
0: Yes, yes, it is. As a matter of fact, uh, when we deal with the process, we're gonna use an example literally from the Bible. Um, how? And it shows us plainly not only not only the the the, the, the change, but the the, the the transition process that we go through. Um mm. and it's in second kings chapter two.
1: Oh
0: wow, we, we deal with that, we deal with that
1: when we speak about the process of change
0: next then, our next session our next yeah. session literally our next session yeah. so tune in tune in next week tune you in guys
1: well, so it was a, it was second kings
0: two second kings chapter two Read it, Second
1: kings if you, you want pre- to pre yes if you want to preempt it and and so you know exactly what we're talking about what story we're, we're talking about read second kings chapter two i'm going to do that myself as well because i want to be ready for this conversation when we talk mm. about the process of change um The grieving process. What's some final things that you want us to know about the grieving process?
0: It is natural. It's it's a part of life and we need to learn to master it. And if we learn to master it, um, especially as believers, what this does is that it's a turn on for people to Christ. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to ask us questions. How can you be so cool, so calm, so collective, even during your grieving process? And we can now show them it is because of Christ. Mm -hmm. it is because i rely on him because i i depend upon him because he shows me what i need to do what i need to say and how i need to live my life so it's a powerful tool for evangelizing it's a powerful tool for making disciples for -hmm. jesus christ
1: fantastic well thank you so much i i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this conversation i think it's something i think it's one of those episodes that people might have to listen to again um because when you know when you're going through your the, the changes in your lives um you know good or bad sometimes you might not understand i should be happy about this you know i should be happy that i'm i'm, I'm married i should be happy that i've got my own job but as you said you know many times as an entrepreneur i've sat here at my computer and think to myself do you know what i just wish i was working for someone else Exactly. because sometimes you're sat here like what do i do i have no direction i just feel like And it's just all part of the process, right? Um, As you said, the change has already been made. The change has already been made. And what we're dealing with here is a transition from one thing to the next. So, you know, feel free to to listen again um, and just make sure you get this. Because like I said, this was a conversation that I needed um, to be reminded of after a few years of us talking about it. And um, a few years since we spoke about it. And so, yes, thank you so much, Kennedy, for breaking it down for us, Uh, breaking it down for us. You know, as usual, use this, the comment section to ask any questions. If you're listening on our YouTube channel, if you've got any questions, just ping it down in the comment section and we will get back to you. Um, We might also hold it on for our Q&A session. We're very early on in the process, but we will be letting you guys know when our Q&A session is, where we'll be answering your questions live um and until then be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms uh, follow us like subscribe share on our youtube listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts and we'll see you guys again next week for another episode of my religious struggles the podcast